This is Women in STEM Career and Confidence, the podcast for scientific and professional women who want to restore confidence, make meaningful impact, and balance the things and people that mean most to them. I'm Dr. Hannah Roberts, and I'll be sharing with you insights and inspiration into the mindset and skill set to help you navigate your career and lead powerfully. It's recorded live and outdoors. So anything could happen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show this morning. And yeah, I'm out. Well, I'm now walking, but I'm out running. We've got some lovely lambs to see this morning, which is beautiful. I was going to go swimming, but it's Good Friday and apparently the swim pool doesn't open till nine. Maybe I will have a lunchtime swim. Who knows? So today's session is all about the science of rethinking. I think this is um, such an interesting topic actually because many people get really fixed in their mindset and even as if you're a scientist by trade, even as scientists, we can get very attached to our theories and we can look for evidence that supports our theory without you know taking the objectivity. If we take for example um, famous examples so that would be Apple like um, Steve Jobs he famously said I will never put a mobile phone on the market and it took his engineers six months to convince him to even rethink that kind of um, mindset also um, I forget the name of the guy who invented the Blackberry that's really bad but um, he used a scientific innovative approach to bring the BlackBerry to life so that we had e an email encrypted system that actually worked. But when it came to um, changing that model so that it would be competitive with, let's say, Apple, for example, they did not rethink what they were doing and then BlackBerry just folded. When I was, um, oh gosh, this is a long time ago, actually. <laughs> Um, when I first um, applied to go to university, I applied to study medicine and I missed the, the grades by, by one. So um, I ended up studying chemistry instead. Now, once I'd studied chemistry and I'd gone off to a graduate development program at Croda Chemicals, I kind of still had this hankering that I wanted to do medicine and decided to reapply to do it after 18 months of that grad development program, thinking I will just start again like I'll start over I've got living proof I've got a first class chemistry degree I no longer have the obstacle of not having the grades to to do it um, and you have to take these special exams to um, I forget what they call they're like aptitude tests something like that and uh, there's this method of study by Kaplan that helps you do it so I went off to London to learn how to study for these special aptitude tests and I remember really clearly them saying to me, once you've made a decision on something and an answer, usually your initial decision is going to be correct. Do not go back through and change any answers. You will get them all wrong. This is like the party line. Just go with your instinct. Do not change your answers. Now, I don't know about you, but as a scientist, I um, much prefer evidence-based, um, let's say evidence-based responses. So there's actually... 30 different studies done across the world about this topic of once I've made a decision or an answer 
should I rethink <coughs> and rechange it and what actually happens. And they found, unlike Kathleen, the research found that actually across the board, if you were unsure about an answer and you went back and looked at it again and you, you changed your answer, you were two, two thirds, I think. What's that? 75% more likely to change it to the right answer than the wrong answer. How incredible is that? I had this experience recently, actually. So last year I was doing my ICF. So this is the International Coaching Federation um, qualification. So to their PCC, Professional Certified Coach. It's quite a huge undertaking, actually. There's uh, an awful lot of coaching hours, mentoring hours, training hours to get to that point. But the final thing is this exam. And it's a three hour exam. So it's quite a like hefty exam as well and a hundred and something like 175 questions. So the great thing was in the questionings, there was this button that you could click if you were wanted to mark that question to come back to at the end. So I answered all the questions. I was pretty confident about most of the answers, but the ones where I was like, huh, it could be like a number of different things here. I need, I need kind of more time to think about it. I made like an initial answer for it, like an instinctual answer. And I just checked mark the box and at the end, I think I had around 12 to 15 answers to, to have a real good ponder over. And I went back through and of those you know, 12 to 15, I think I changed the answer of, let's say less than five of them. But of the ones I changed the answer to, when we looked at the results, it turned out that I'd changed them to the right answers. So having that time at the end of the exam, to rethink and revisit really helped. So what I want to ask you this morning is to just look at your the things that you're doing, look at your life, where you've got really firm, fixed views. Just hold on a sec, because we've got uh, something noisy. There we go. Don't know what that was actually. Must have been a car. Um, and welcome to those who are watching live as well. I want you to think about times in your life when you've had a really fixed mindset on things and you've used evidence to support that rather than looking for the full suite of evidence of what it actually says. I find this absolutely fascinating. And I even used it recently. So when I was off in Washington DC, we had these, um, when I was taught how to, how to train from stage, it's really interesting. We got taught about different roles in groups that um, might present themselves, like teachers, pets, escape artists, all kinds of stuff. And I had a skeptic in the room, which is so interesting. And afterwards I was like, why would someone come if they were going to be all skeptical about it? And when I actually rethought again about what was going on, I realized that potentially that person had been triggered by some of the content and therefore was using like a power play to try to feel more comfortable in that situation. So there's always a reason. And if we can rethink it, then we can start to... Thank you for listening to Women in STEM Career and Confidence. To get further support in your journey, join me in Breakthrough Unleashed on Facebook.